Hello, and welcome to the Swollen, Bloated, and Puffy podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Lisson. I am a certified lymphedema therapist and a board-certified massage therapist practicing in San Diego, California. And I help clients um, after plastic surgery, including facelifts and tummy tucks, um, orthopedic surgery for joints and accidents, and also um, ladies and gentlemen with a diagnosis of lymphedema after cancer surgery to reduce their swelling. So this podcast um, kind of expands upon the topics that I cover in swollen, bloated, and puffy. Um, But I'm going to take a little bit of a left turn here today on today's podcast and talk more about um, this wonderful book I'm reading that was uh, referred to me by a fellow certified lymphedema therapist uh, when I was asking online on Facebook a few weeks ago uh, about recommendations that I could pass on to um, the cancer survivors that I work with who have a lymphedema diagnosis. Um, And this book is called Radical Remission, Surviving Cancer Against All Odds, The Nine Key Factors That Can Make a Real Difference. And it's by Kelly A. Turner, PhD. It's a New York Times bestseller. And right now I'm on page 72 of the book. Well, I'm a little bit um, past that. I'm into the next chapter, but this really caught my eye, so I wanted to talk about it a little. And on page 72, Kelly Turner talks about um, her simple things that you can do to make sure you're taking control of your health, Um, and this is whether you're trying to prevent cancer or heal from it. So I had a skin cancer diagnosis last year, and I had the most surgery on my face to remove the skin cancer. So my focus um, in my life and in the second half of the book Swollen, Bloated, and Puffy is on how to improve my immune system to help my body to um, fight off cancer if I ever get cancer again. Um, I have a really strong cancer history in my family. Both my parents have died from cancer, and um, I know that there's a high recidivism rate for skin cancer as well in the population. So this is on top of my list, so this is why I'm reading this book and sharing it with you. So Kelly Turner um, offers a few bullet points of her tips on how to um, take control of your health Her first tip is to find a general practitioner who does not get annoyed when you ask questions or bring in your own research. So as a certified lymphedema therapist, I don't get annoyed. Um, I always want to see new research or any new ideas. Um, That's why I'm on face groups for a lymphedema therapist. I'm always interested in new things. And I know me as a one person with one set of eyes cannot possibly read everything. So it's wonderful to see clients come and bring information. So I want my doctor to be the same. I want all my medical team to be the same, to patiently answer my questions, to be interested in what I see, and to give me the value of their expertise and judgment um, when I present them with new information. Um, And then second is learn how to research. And she talks about PubMed, PubMed, uh, PubMed.gov 
is um, the U.S. National Library of Medicine search engine. So that's you can go online to that website and get abstracts of many research studies. And if you go, um, if you're a member of a hospital system, I know uh, the Moore's Cancer Center Patient and Family Resource Center um, in San Diego. If you go in there, you can get the full um, text of all the studies because many of the hospitals will have access to those full databases. Um, and then she goes on uh, with two more tips. Uh, the final one is find an accountability partner. Um, so that would be someone who you can ask um, that you're making changes and to support you who won't be critical um, about your changes. And then finally, she recommends taking out a sheet of paper and writing down the three headings, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. And then analyze um, in these three areas how you could improve your life and then um, see which ones are the biggest improvement and then tackle those first. So I hope you like those tips and I recommend this book. So for this segment of the podcast, I just wanted to talk for a minute or two and share some um, signs and symptoms that might be um, a warning that you might be developing lymphedema. So lymphedema is, uh, it develops after, um, most often after someone has cancer and it's in response to the um, cancer surgery that removed the lymph nodes so if your doctor spoke about having a sentinel node biopsy or told you how many lymph nodes they removed in your cancer or in any surgery if you have lymph nodes removed um, you're at risk for lymphedema um, now the risk is it's higher for certain types of cancer than others because of um, the specific lymph nodes that are removed um, in different kind of cancer operations for cancers that are different in the body. And there's also um, a different type of lymphedema called primary lymphedema, which um, is more the person's, it's genetic. Um, and so it has to do with um, when we were forming in the womb, um, our lymphatic system just d d didn't form correctly. So it's um, people with primary lymphedema will often um, get lymphedema as young children or, um, you know, before adulthood. So I would like to talk more about secondary lymphedema, and this is um, just what to watch out for if you did have lymph nodes removed during um, cancer surgery, or if you had radiation of lymph nodes that would also affect um, their effectiveness, their ability to work in our body. So um, usually the lymphedema will develop in either the arm or the leg or um, the head and neck if it's a head and neck cancer. So for instance, um, I'll drill it down by just doing one situation. So if a lady would have breast cancer and she'd have a sentinel node biopsy or some lymph nodes removed, um, whether they're cancerous or not, um, it's the actual being removed from the body that increases the risk for lymphedema or also radiation of any area with lymph nodes also would affect um, their um, the likelihood that they will receive that will they will get lymphedema so some of the symptoms could be um, the 
the most obvious symptom is swelling in the arm. So if the arm is swelling, um, whether it goes away when you raise the arm and keep it keep it above the heart or not, um, that is the biggest tip-off that um, the lady might have lymphedema. But also the symptoms can be more subtle before swelling is really noticed. Um, it'll be just the feeling of a tightness in the arm, feeling of heaviness in the arm. Um, perhaps there's a little pain in the elbow. Um, a tight-fitting shirt that once fit um, doesn't fit anymore. Jewelry like rings or bracelets are tighter and perhaps they don't fit anymore. Um, there could be like a shooting pain down the arm. Um, and as I mentioned before, like a heaviness or a tightness. And these can come for a few days and then they can go away, but that doesn't mean that um, it wasn't a sign of lymphedema. So any of these signs, if you've had cancer and it's in um, around the area where the lymph nodes were removed, it's very important to um, visit your doctor and, and have your doctor check you out because the sooner you start on the treatment for lymphedema, um, the better you'll be able to control it for the rest of your life. Um, if you have lymphedema in your trunk, um, I treat clients who have lymphedema into their back and then one side of the back will look fuller. It will look different than the other side. Um, and then the symptoms might be the same for um, in the trunk as, as they were in the arm. So definitely um, it's, it's good to know the more information you have, um, the better a uh, patient that you will be and a friend that you will be if, if a friend who's had cancer starts mentioning these symptoms or you see she's not wearing her favorite rings anymore um, and then just gather up all the information and everything you've seen and felt and tell your doctor and then ask them specifically if they think it is lymphedema. So um, have a great day and if you'd like to review this podcast um, wherever you get your podcast that would be wonderful.